Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to lift up the COVID-19 victims. We continue to lift up the frontline healthcare workers. We continue to pray for peace and unity in this land. We ask for prayers for our friend Lee, who's going through multiple medical challenges. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our study of Proverbs takes us to chapter 25, where the men of King Hezekiah copied the sayings of Solomon over 270 years after his death. Proverbs 25 verses 8 through 10 teaches that we should think long and hard before taking someone to court. Over the past 30 days, there have been numerous lawsuits filed over the presidential election. The only people who came out a winner were the lawyers. Solomon advises us to settle out of court to prevent your reputation from being ruined. Proverbs 25 and 17 says, Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house, lest he become wary of you and hate you. Folks, a small amount of you can go a long way. Yet there are those social butterflies who land on the same spot over and over again. Some neighbors bring nothing but their appetite. Some bring nothing but their problems. Some bring their children and expect you to watch them without proper notice. Your constant presence at your neighbor's house will eventually place a strain on the relationship. Proverbs 25 verses 21 and 22 teach us that by giving your enemy food when he is hungry and water when he is thirsty, your acts of kindness will burn in their minds and cause them to think about becoming your friend. Proverbs 25 and 28 says, He who hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. My friends, there are so many who have little self-control and I believe it starts at an early age. If you have no self-control growing up, it will be difficult to all of a sudden change into someone stable. Solomon's example of a city without walls shows us an unsecured person that can be attacked at any time. Satan takes pleasure in setting off those who cannot control themselves. In chapter 26, Solomon addresses fools and lazy people. Proverbs 26 verses 4 and 5 says, do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Verse 5 goes on to say, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Friends, these proverbs seem to contradict each other, but what Solomon is saying is that there are times to reply to a fool's statement and a time not to. Your God-given wisdom will help you determine when to speak. Proverbs 26 and 15 proclaims, the lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. My friends, here's a man that's so lazy that he can't even feed himself from lack of strength from being too lazy to eat. Proverbs 26 and 27 says, Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and he who rolls a stone will have it roll back on him. Folks, there is no need to plot and scheme a plan to return evil for evil. God retains the right to exact revenge on our behalf. Daniel's enemies were giving the exact punishment they sought to give Daniel. The 27th chapter of Proverbs 
contains various sayings to give wisdom to those who will listen. They include Proverbs 27 and 1, which says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what the day might bring forth. My Christian friends, when everything is going great, it is easy to brag about the plans you have made. It is human nature to do so, but we should have a humble attitude about what tomorrow will bring. Professional athletes are well known for commanding large crowds of fans and at times boasting about the accolades given to them. But then all it takes is one serious injury to wipe away those dreams. Proverbs 27 and 6 teaches, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but kisses of an enemy are deceitful. My Christian comrades, when we eliminate all the Facebook friends and get down to only your close friends, how many of your close friends can you correct with love? Better still, how many of your close friends will you allow to correct you? Also, keep in mind that just because a person greets you with a hug or kiss or handshake doesn't mean that they are coming as a friend. This is Solomon's warning to be on the alert at all times. Proverbs 27 and 17 mentions, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Folks, sometimes when you develop a friendship, sparks fly and there is friction when constructive criticism is given. Some cannot receive this type of advice and will miss out on the wisdom that would be imparted to them. In Proverbs 27 verses 23 through 27, Solomon uses agriculture to convey his message. But the principle applies to many areas of life. Verse 23 says, Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. My friends, Solomon is advising us to take care of our business. I'm saddened by all the professional athletes who allowed others to handle their business affairs only to find out that they are broke because everyone has stolen from them. We must be good managers of what God gives us. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. My Christian friends, the guilt of the wicked will cause them to constantly look over their shoulder, fearing everything and everyone. However, godly men and women are not looking over their shoulder, for they know God has their back. We can confidently look straight ahead in the face of the enemy. Proverbs 28 and 13 reads, He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. My Christian comrades, we are all sinners. Every day, we should confess our sins to God instead of pretending we are leading a perfect life. There have been multiple groups who claim they no longer sin, yet eventually, sin creeps into the crowd and dooms them. Sin is an individual challenge that needs individual attention. I can't look at your sin and ignore my own, and you can't look at mine and ignore yours. I have to ask for forgiveness for my sins. Proverbs 29 and 2 says, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Folks, 50% of the people have been groaning about who's in charge of the White House, while the other 50% rejoice. The question to ask is, do you consider the person in the White House to be righteous? How about the last 10 years? How about the last 20 years? If we continue to elect the wicked, we will continue to groan. Proverbs 28 and 18 teaches, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. Friends, this is not revelation from a leader. This is God's revelation. 
When God's revelation is ignored, everyone does what they think is right in their own minds. God has revealed how he wants us to live in his word. By ignoring the way he wants things, we get into the situation that we're in now. Proverbs chapter 30 contains the words of Agur. Solomon was not the only wise man, but he was the wisest. 1 Kings 4 verses 30 and 31 mention other wise men who were compared to Solomon. My favorite verses from Proverbs chapter 30 are verses 5 and 6. They read, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you, and you are found a liar. My friends, the word of God has stood the test of time. It has been challenged by scholars, yet it has endured while scholars decay in their graves. When we apply the word of God to our lives, it becomes a shield to us. We must not be tempted to go beyond what is written. Now, if you'd like to know more about the word of God, pray this prayer with me. Father, thank you for your word. Open my spiritual mind's eye and give me clarity to hear what you are saying. Give me the desire to be a Bible student, not just a Bible reader. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer requests as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.